Hello and welcome to Capture Caledonia, the tracks that take us back, the podcast with me, Ewan Petrie. Each week, I'm joined by a guest who tells me all about the places in Scotland that mean the most to them and the memories and stories associated with these particular places. Then we listen to the songs that have become the soundtrack to these wonderful memories. I can't play all the songs in full due to copyright, but I hope that you enjoy the podcast nonetheless. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure you subscribe to it and leave us a rating and a review. You can also find us on social media. For Facebook and Instagram, just search Capture Caledonia. And for Twitter, search Capture Cali. Please like and share the pages with all your friends and family to help spread the word of Capture Caledonia and to keep up with the latest news. If you would like to support the podcast to help with future episodes, you can now donate on my Buy Me A Coffee page, which is www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Capture Cali. Any amount, no matter how small, really goes a long way. Thank you so much for your continued support and for listening to this week's episode. You're listening to the tracks that take us back on Capture Caledonia with Ewan Petrie. This week, it's my pleasure to welcome Hamish Napier to the tracks that take us back. Hamish is a Scottish folk multi-instrumentalist, educator and composer who hails from Strathspey in the Scottish Highlands. For over a decade, Hamish was an integral part of Glasgow's vibrant folk music scene, whilst also touring across Europe and North America with Scottish folk quartet Back of the Moon, who won Folk Band of the Year at the 2005 MG Alba Scots Trad Music Awards. Following his time in Glasgow and a year at the prestigious Berklee College of Music in Boston, Hamish returned home to Strathspey where he began his ambitious 10-year project, the Strathspey Pentalogy, in which he would produce five landscape-inspired albums. So far, this has seen the release of The River in 2016, The Railway in 2018, and The Woods in 2020, which was awarded Album of the Year at the Scots Trad Music Awards. Alongside his solo work, Hamish has collaborated with a host of leading artists, including Eddie Reader, Karen Matheson, Julie Fowlis, Duncan Chisholm, Blue Rose Code, and Martin Bennett, to name a few. Hamish is also a sought-after educator, having taught at the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland, Solmorostic on the Isle of Skye, as well as festivals worldwide, and he now regularly tutors online. Hamish, thank you so much for giving me your time today for coming on the show, and welcome yeah, to Capture Caledonia. Thank you now, for having me, Ian. <laughs> no worries. Um, before we talk about the choices, the brilliant choices that you've made for today's show, I want to quickly chat about your brand new EP, Firewater Earth, in collaboration with DJ Dolphin Boy, which was released just last week. Do you mind giving us a wee background to this EP and how the collaboration came about? Yeah, well, one of the things that um, Dolphin Boy does, um, he's a, a DJ, he's a great live DJ and famous for for playing in places in Edinburgh like the Bongo Club. And uh, and he, 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 he remixes quite a wide range of music, but he, he's quite keen on the trad music as well. And he mixes them with fu sort of funky beats and all kinds of stuff. And it's really danceable too. Like I was at a wedding recently where uh, the DJ wasn't your usual DJ. It was it was DJ Dolphin Boy and it's like <laughs> trad music mixed with like Motown grooves. And honestly, the dance floor was full. Like, like you know, you think it needs to be Dolly Parton and all these things. But anyway, he's a brilliant live DJ, but he also has got this brilliant thing about remixing uh, uh, trad music, like uh, Vertical Records, Donald Shaw's label, um, Capper Keeley. Um, he, they, there's loads of records that released um, on Vertical Records, and he 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 basically took these a track off each album and remixed it, created this brilliant um, 
this album of remixes and I'm a huge Martin Bennett fan. I've grown up with Martin Bennett. He's a brilliant composer and piper and electronic musician. And he, uh, DJ Dolphin Boy had, had remixed one of his tracks and I just loved it. Uh, and I think that, um, yeah, what he does is, I mean, you, you like I, as a composer, I've already arranged and written all of the music and then you send him the music just uh, in, in, in a form where he can, he can change it about so he gets like just the fiddle on its own or just the drums on its own and he picks and chooses which bits he likes so you don't know what it's going to be like when he's remixed it so the creations the remixes are entirely his i've had nothing to do with them i've just i've just sort of put all the lego bricks together and he's just chosen the lego bricks he wants and, and made the music out of it himself and it's such a cool thing. Sometimes he just focuses on the voice or sometimes he takes the piano part uh, only, you know, and uh, and not some of the other instruments. So, uh, yeah, it's it's his creation. Uh, and so we're we're kind of it's like we, we've worked one after the other, if you know what I mean. Um, and there's a third person in the in the collaboration um, uh, of the, the uh, Firewater Earth uh, EP that I've just released. And that's uh, Surly McDonald, who's a great painter. And uh, he's done the album cover, but he painted the album cover while listening to the music. Uh, so it's it's funny. It's just all happened like uh, in a row in series, like one, two, three, uh, rather than us meeting up in a room. Quite a sort of lockdown style project, and it's something that happened in the middle of lockdown. You know, because you can't get people together. So it was a project which was perfect for that time. It sounds like an amazing journey. And you talk about handing it over and, you know, Dolphin Boy doing what he wants with the track. So what was it like when you got that back and you listened to it for the first time? Yeah, well, that was the, the it happened kind of in stages. So the first one was called Diesel. Uh, and it happened just, I think it was just before lockdown, actually, that, that, that we had that track. And that's from the railway. And he's he's kept the tune on the pipes and he's kept the piano part, but put a whole different new drum beat on it. Um, but and. I, as he did the next ones, um, they got more and more obscure sounding. And um, there's one which is a, a, a pibrach and it's sung with kantarach, which is the Gaelic kind of kantarach singing, um, where you, you know, hundri, hundro, that kind of singing the bagpipe music, the classical music of the bagpipes, the, the Kilmore. And it's sung with this special syllables, this kind of syllabic language, um, and it's very famous. So he just kept only the vocals and the <laughs> and the double bass part. And I was like, whoa, that's quite, <laughs> I was a bit at first, I was like, whoa, that's totally different. Uh, but it's so brilliant and the beats behind it. And it's the thing about it, it that's different when it comes to making dance music. Like, I mean, I, I'm a folk musician. I write folk music tunes, which are dance music, essentially, you know. Um, so it, what I do, what I do write dance music, but it ends up becoming a wee bit more like, uh, you know, what you might call sort of art music or something like that, where it's like sit down and listen to. But what DJ Dolphin Boy does is he's making dance music. So you, you don't want things to, to change too much. You want that kind of repetitive driving sort of trance like state. You want to get into that kind of state when you listen to it. So. Um, I think I was looking for lots of different changes in the music and then I realized, hang on a minute, no, this is what you want to dance to. <laughs> and then, you know, start dancing about to it while listening to it through the hi-fi really loud. And you're like, yes, this is, and you, you get these slow builds. Like if you go and see a band like Too Many DJs or The Prodigy or, you know, you go and see these amazing uh, people play, then you, you get these incredible slow builds and that's what you want on a dance floor. So it's a different kind of audience from you know it's a different thing so i suggest to anybody if you get the ep please like 
put your best headphones on and dance around your <laughs> living room or you know get the hi-fi on the go and turn it up loud and just dance about you know um we're, we're, we're really needing a bit of dancing after 20 months of lockdown you know what i mean <laughs> oh absolutely and i think now is a good chance for people to look out their good headphones because we're going to listen to a track from the ep so do you mind doing the honors and introducing the track that we're going to listen to yeah so this one is um it's called diesel and it's about it's, it's from my album, The Railway, which was commissioned by Grand Town East Highland Heritage and Cultural Centre, which is it's a brilliant um, uh, heritage centre and shop just near my house. And it's built on the old whiskey line, the railway line that transports the crucial space-side whiskey to the rest of the world. Um, and the, they closed the railway, railway line in the 60s. Uh, and at, at some point also they changed from, from steam trains to diesel trains. So this is like the arrival of the diesel train. And so I've written this 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 kind of fast sounding pipe reel. And I got Ross Ainsley to play the reel at 130 beats per minute, which is really <laughs> fast for a reel. Um, and uh, yeah, he's an amazing piper. So it kind of features Ross Ainsley and um, and uh, he's, I think, uh, Andy Levy is, is, is Dolphin Voice's uh, real name. And he, Andy basically um, mixed it with some samples of the Flying Scotsman now stops at Darlington. <laughs> <laughs> so there's these like really funny bits of, uh, he's got like, he's got huge amounts of, um, of samples of like old BBC library samples in his house and things like that. So he's used them uh, in amongst it all. And it's, he's created this kind of train dance music thing so this is diesel
flying Scotsman no longer stops at Darlington. So Hamish, let's move on to the other reason why I brought you on the show today to talk about the choices that you've made for the tracks that take us back. Do you mind revealing the first place that you've chosen to talk about today and why you've chosen this particular place? Well, one of the most beautiful places in Scotland, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree, is the the small isles, you know, the kind of sound of slate and the tip of sky, Noidart, all that. It's like a giant arena of incredible places and communities. And you can stand on some of the high ground and look across and see them all from different angles. I never get tired of that place. It's incredible. And you mentioned earlier um, when I was out studying in, in Boston, uh, I, I remember it's the only time I've ever been homesick. And I remember coming back on the train one night um, uh, and I just thinking about Scotland and really missing Scotland and going, geez, oh, I've probably got the blues here. And all I could think about was the small isles. And I used to go to Glen Uig, which looks right out onto them. Um, and you just, they're really a stunning place. And I was i was actually, I've been writing quite a lot of poetry recently and I was going to read you this. Uh, this is my uh, second poem to be published and it's um, published in a new book called Beyond the Swelkey, which is kind of poetry inspired by the writing and approaches of George Mackay Brown, who's an amazing, the, the Orkney poet. <laughs> and I've been, I, I've always really loved his poetry. And Jim McIntosh, the Macar, um, invited me to, to contribute this poem to, to this new book. And so I'll give you a blast of it now. And hopefully this captures a wee bit of the kind of spirit of the place. Small Isles. Egg is an old moon of Jupiter, plucked from its orbit by the mighty hand of rum whose fingers enclose the dark fortunes of her rugged palm. Canna is a rabbit, cautiously sniffing in the shadows of Tralaval. Muck is a fossilised trawler, surfaced in the sound, forever bound for Malig. The great dragon of sky swishes her tail of aird as she takes flight for St Kilda. The arrow of Arnamurachan fires west, narrowly missing the tips of call and bar ahead to strike the open Atlantic. The voice of Inverie pulls in all the breath of the sound of slate and soars to the highest note on the summit of Larven. Brilliant. I absolutely love that poem. And just listening to it is making me want to travel to all of those wonderful places. Um, I mean, it's really, you're right, it's such a special part of Scotland and it's stunning. Mm -hmm. And you talk about, you know, feeling homesick for that part of Scotland when you were away. Did you manage to get back at all to Scotland in the time that you were out there or did you have a whole year where you weren't back home? Uh, I think I had a whole year where, where I was out there. I don't think I came back home. And shortly after I did come back, um, I was invited by the Gaelic College on Sky, Sul Marostig, to come and teach one of their short courses to teach the wooden flute and whistle course and i now do that every year and um we usually get pretty good weather uh, and i just took my flute class down to the beach in front of the college and we we'd learned the tune the sound of slate and we were playing uh, it's an old pipe tune we played that and just doing your flute class standing in a circle on the on the beach in your bare feet <laughs> I was like this is is this my job this is great <laughs> and uh, but we we played uh, a beautiful slow air um a beautiful slow air which is actually a gallic song um and uh, i think i think that's that's the track that i've chosen uh to play now 
the amazing voice of Kathleen McInnes and uh, the amazing flute playing of um, Ian MacDonald and the track is Cued Falcher Agach Glenn which is a hundred greetings to each Glen. and Kathleen McInnes is the first person uh, whose music I've listened to and it uh, made me cry <laughs> she's such an amazing performer and she's just hearing her sing she's just and she's great crack as well <laughs> what a singer it's just there's so much soul in, in her playing yeah such a beautiful voice i absolutely love um her music and often delve into it um as often as i can actually beautiful um do you mind moving on to the second place that you've chosen to talk about today and revealing why you've chosen this place well, we're over on the, the West Coast again, <laughs> and um, I once took a trip to St Kilda, and you can do these day trips out to St Kilda, and it's it's like 50 kilometres off the coast, and it's got the highest cliffs in Britain. It's wild and totally beautiful, and you just can't believe people used to live out there, and um, left on the boat at seven o'clock in the morning and came back at night, and I think hmm. we went out in a a boat with this chap called Angus and he was a, a great guy and it was just a brilliant on the way back the sun was setting and it was flat calm and the whole of the sea was gold like actually gold hmm. and there were two dolphins die, like coming out of the water chasing after the boat it was just amazing and on that holiday there was an album that was just getting played on repeat couldn't get enough of it you know when you've got an album that you just love and this particular track uh, by a certain famous Scottish fiddle player. I just love this this track. You know, you're talking about St Kilda there. It's a place that I'm absolutely desperate to visit and I've not had the opportunity to get there yet. Um, what Can you paint us a picture of, of just what it's like as you approach the island and, and, you know, you get a chance to explore it? Yeah, so you can see the island from quite a long way off because uh, it's so damn high. <laughs> um, and there's a, a sort of satellite island off it um there's Herta is the main island and then you've got Borrery which is the kind of smaller island and Borrery is so steep and formidable that the only way to get onto it is to pull up alongside it and jump onto a rock like there's no beaches there's no you know it's mental <laughs> um and there's these huge sea stacks stack and Armin and stack Lee and they're just got gannets crashing into the water around about you and and you know shadows overhead because there's so many of them there's there's millions of birds there and and then you arrive in village bay and there's a line of houses of old cottages that was the main street and the st kildans would have their part their parliament they'd meet each day um, to talk about the work for the day and there's lots of little things called cleats which are like little huts where they used to um where they would dry out their seabirds and um it's it's incredible uh, it, it's if you stand on the island and face in all in the different directions in the island, it's completely different. There's different types of rock. There's different shapes. There's different landscapes. 
But the most striking thing is when you arrive in in the village bay and you get off the boat and and then you you walk up the hill. There's a glen. You walk up this glen, right? And normally speaking in Scotland, when you walk up a glen, you look up over the other side and you see more landscape, you know, and the, and the, and the hill flows over the other side. This just stops dead. It's like someone's taken a giant knife and just cut the top of the glen off and it just falls to the sea and it takes your breath away. And right there is an iron stump driven into the ground. And that is where the St. Kildans tied their ropes down, dangled over the edge to catch seabirds. It's just, it's just incredible. This is why they call it the edge of the world, island on the edge of the world. I mean, you've painted such an amazing picture of St. Kilda for us. Um, Something else I'd love to quickly ask about is the journey to get there, because I've heard heard it can be notoriously quite wild and choppy. How How did you cope? We were so lucky. Yeah, flat cam on the way back, and it wasn't too bad on the way there either. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. I think, like, I think it was like roughly three hours, I think. Um, but uh, and you have to you have to leave three or four days, you know, and and then hopefully one of those three or four days the weather will be good enough for you to get to get there. But meanwhile, if you're well, you know, if you have to wait three days, you're waiting in um in harris which is beautiful it's got some of the best beaches in britain it's an hmm. incredible place you know so you don't mind waiting for your trip to st kilda in harris because harris is stunning and there's so much to do and see there so um yeah that's this we, we we were burning around the harris in our wee car and and um and listening to to music and just enjoying the beautiful giant white sand beaches Fantastic. I'm actually going to Harris next summer for a wedding for a week. So I might try and research the St. Kilda trip and see if I can tie it in with when I'm going to be there. Might be the perfect opportunity to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you touched briefly on the artist that you've chosen um, and their song that represents your memories of this place. Do you mind um, introducing that further and we'll listen to the track? Yeah, well, this is the, this is the amazing Duncan Chisholm who I've been listening to since I was a teenager, a fiddle player, plays with uh, Wolfstone and has had a incredible solo career releasing beautiful music, writing and arranging and performing beautiful music about the Scottish landscape. And uh, he's his family are from Strathglass. <clears throat> Strathglass is roughly split into three glens and you've got... Um, you've got Canich and you've got Farrer and Afric and he's got an album for each of those which is just such a lovely idea and and he gets old slow ears and writes tunes um to, to tie in with that and uh, what an amazing sound um he gets from the fiddle it really it really gets you it, it, it's just beautiful and this is a tune he wrote um about a bridge to a bothy uh and um, it's a, it's called the Farley Bridge, and I just love this tune. Excellent. Well, let's move on to the final place that you've chosen to talk about today. Where have you saved for last on our wee adventure through Scotland? I think this is not so much a place as more a kind of um, just a celebration of the 
of when you get a good day on Scottish transport. <laughs> <laughs> you're like when you're on the train or the bus and you're driving up through the Highlands, uh, you know, whether you're going through Glencoe or whether you're um, whether you're coming up towards Skye or or coming up the, the A9, you know, going over the Dromochter Pass down into Badenoch and Strathspey, you know, just it's that tra- being being able to travel where you're not having to drive or plan it. You're just getting on a bus and experiencing the Highlands. You just sit there and everything rolls out in front is rolled out in front of you. And um, I just I used to travel a lot by public transport uh, when I was a teenager, you know, because I couldn't drive at that point. And and I just used to love getting the bus down to Glasgow or Edinburgh. I used to go down to see my brother in Glasgow and he would take me out to the sessions uh, and stuff like that, probably when I wasn't really allowed. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and I would always listen to my CD player, <laughs> my portable Sony <laughs> CD player, you know, with my headphones and all that. And I would be sitting on the bus listening to Martin Bennett, Duncan Chisholm and Ivan Drever, um, all these people. But I've, I've picked this... Um, this Mackay's Memoirs DJ Dolphin Boy remix. Uh, I remember I was remember being like, what is this Dolphin Boy remix thing all about? And it's a <laughs> Mackay's Memoirs is like a an amazing piece of music um by Martin Bennett. And um it's he released it as a single and the and the B side was was the remix by by Dolphin Boy. And I just I love them both equally. The the two tracks are just brilliant. And I don't know, every time I listen to this, it just reminds me about of burning around the highlands and and just that wonderful freedom and excitement that you experience being on holiday and traveling away from home in beautiful places. You mentioned just there, you know, leaving home and going down to Glasgow um, to, to see your brother. And, you know, you obviously grew up in a really beautiful part of Scotland. What are your memories of, of childhood there and then also leaving there and exploring other parts of Scotland? Well, my mother's a, a harp player and a singer and a music teacher in the house. And my dad is really, uh, he loves music as well. And, uh, you know, uh, even though my father doesn't play folk music, he's got a great knowledge of it. Um, so I was very lucky to grow up in this house where, you know, the albums that my brother were, was listening to were actually the ones that my father listened to in the hmm. in the back in the sixties and seventies. My dad always thought that was quite funny. Um, <laughs> so thank you to both my older brothers. Uh, my brother Fergus was really into the kind of modern take on the trad music. Like he was a real kind of Capper Cayley fan and uh, and stuff like that. So he would listen to them on repeat. My, meanwhile, down the corridor, my brother would be listening to some more traditional stuff. Although. Finlay was a major Wolfstone fan, so they'd be like blaring electric guitars uh, coming from his bedroom. So I had this music in the house all the time, and uh, it's lucky that I like music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, yeah, I I just, um, it was great house, Kayleigh's, and my my grandfather played the harmonica. That's one of my great regrets is that we never managed to record him playing. And I would say to anybody, if you have got grandparents that play music and sing, get you've got no excuse get the recorder out next week go and see them and record them because you need to get a, a, a you need to have that recorded because it's so so special i just wish that i had i could you know listen to my grandpa playing um the tunes that he, you know more i've done vegan and all these things so we had music in the house and and it was really uh, a lovely thing and uh, and then when when it came to uh, the end of high school i actually because I played folk music and folk music education is very young. I mean, the first music course, uh, degree course in trad music uh, in Scotland was started in 1996. 
yet they've been teaching jazz music in, in America since the, the 50s. Yeah. You know, so folk music education is really young in terms of like that. So when I left school, I obviously wanted to be playing folk music, but there wasn't anywhere to for me to go because I wasn't uh, playing at a standard of piano or whistle. And I don't think they even taught that at that time. Uh, they were just doing pipes and fiddle and Gaelic song and a few other things. So there wasn't anywhere for me to go for trad music at that time. In fact, the the the, the National Centre of Excellence in, in traditional music in Plockton, uh, which is now in place and has been running for many years, and it's a brilliant thing. That didn't start till the year after I was in sixth year. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have tried to get in there if I could. You know, um, I've since taught it there, and it's it's a great thing. So, but I've, yeah, um, I went down to Glasgow and actually did a science degree. I did astronomy and maths and physics, and kind of struggled by with that, but <laughs> managed to to pass, and then just went straight into playing. Uh, with Back of the Moon straight on the road, touring and recording albums and things like that. And um, but I, I just couldn't wait to get down to Glasgow. It's like my me going to university was almost like my my kind of excuse for going to Glasgow. <laughs> and I just play in sessions. I lived this double life of like just sitting in physics lectures and then also in the evening going to uh, <laughs> going to uh, sessions, you know, <laughs> uh, and then staying up late and then having another nine o'clock lecture. So like that. But in Glasgow, it was incredible. Like the the music scene in Glasgow was just mega, and you had the the, the band Croft Number no. Five. All those lads, they started a session, and their pals started a session in the Ben Nevis bar. They just went in and they were just like, uh, "We play music, <laughs> we play." And they turn aluminium. Adam Sutherland had an aluminium fiddle, and Sorley McDonald was playing electric bass, and there was Paul Jennings on the Zen drum, which is like an electronic drum machine that you can play live. <laughs> and there was a sax player, and it was a mental kind of funk session. Uh, and then it eventually developed to be a more traditional session, and now it's the longest established kind of session of its kind, if you like, in in Glasgow. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> I heard a funny story about. It. Uh, this guy that went along to the session, I think somebody had been playing saxophone at it. This was like a couple of years ago. And he was like, oh, it's terrible. You know, they're modernizing this session. It was, a, it was a great traditional session, this one, and they're just ruining it with all these modern instruments. And it's like, <laughs> it, it started with a Zen drum. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Uh, so anyway, and that's typical for that scene. And now it's so lovely, like the jazz scene, the, the sort of younger jazz scene really established itself in Glasgow. So sort of from like 2007 and eight onwards and you know people like you and Burton and um Tom Gibbs and stuff like that and, and this this amazing jazz scene I mean it's always been there but it really started coming to the fore and then the next thing you know the folkies are hanging out with the jazzers the the folk pub is near the jazz pub and you know they're each going to see each other play and the next thing you know You've got a you know, kind of relationships happening between jazz musicians and folk musicians, and then people playing on each other's albums, and then you're looking at a band, and you're like, jazz or jazz or folky, folky, classical musicians, you know, like you're going, oh, there's some every band has got like people with a you know their main background from something different, and, and that's what I just loved, and you learn so much that way. Um, so yeah, it, I, I was really appreciative of my time away, uh, but I think I. 16 years in Glasgow, one year in Boston, and I was just ready to come home and mm. be back up here and be a Highlander again. And I just, uh, and I don't regret it. I just, I love being up here. I get time to, to think and time to write music. And uh, I still get to see 
pals and things like that when I'm working on music and heading down to Glasgow for that. So I'm still up and down the road. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it sounds like an incredible journey that you've been on and it's a joy to, to hear the stories behind some of the chapters of your life. Before we listen to the Dolphin Boy remix of the Martin Bennett track that you've chosen, I just want to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you to you, Hamish, for giving me your time, for coming on the show and for taking us on this journey. It's been a pleasure. Thank thank you very much for having me, Ewan. Cheers. Music that tugs the heartstrings. Music heard in the evenings from many mysterious corners. The wailing, mournful, haunting strains of music that tugs the heartstrings. Plaintive and sweet and truly melodious. Music. The morning of the music for the glory that was and is no more. You're listening to the tracks that take us back on Capture Caledonia with Ewan Petrie. Thank you so much for listening to Capture Caledonia, the tracks that take us back. If you're enjoying the podcast, please remember to subscribe and to leave us a rating and a review. Please also go on social media and like and share the pages with all your friends and family. A little reminder that on Facebook and Instagram, just search Capture Caledonia and on Twitter, search Capture Cali. Go on, like, share, post, comment about it and help spread the word of Capture Caledonia. If you want to support the podcast, remember you can go on to my Buy Me A Coffee page, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Capture Cali. Any amount that you can afford to donate to support the podcast will really go a long way and help to ensure that we can keep the podcast going in the future. Thank you so much for your continued support and I look forward to seeing you next week.